0: hello everyone and welcome back to the brother sister show a family-owned and operated podcast where two siblings keep in touch by talking about movies this week we're talking moonfall and nightmare alley
1: and the other one who cares (laughs) (laughs) nobody
0: But before we get into that, we normally catch up what's new, what's happening.
1: Um, hm. What is new with me? Um, I'm on a new laptop right now. So that's nice. nice. Um, it's a it's supposedly supposed to be a really nice one, so hopefully I can do a lot more like editing and stuff that I want to do. Um Yeah, yeah. Excited for that, for being able to edit more because especially um, another plug, I guess, for the I haven't talked about it in a while, but for anti social distance, it's we're coming up on a year, like a year anniversary from we when we first. Oh
2: really?
1: I forget the days because I, it's during Passover, and I think oh god, I'm going to sound so ignorant, but I think Passover is like is not it's not the same exact days. I think it's like you know the, the holidays that are like oh it's the first week of whatever. Um, so I don't know how we're going to do that, like if we're going to use Passover as the the anniversary. Anyways, that's coming up. So I wanted to like – we have some ideas, you know, going around about uh, how we want to promote it, how we kind of want to remember it, because it was such a special time in my life. Um,
0: yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, and we're still getting comments. I, we have – Um, and I have like a shared email that we put everything like all the YouTube stuff on. And so we get an email every time there's a comment and we get one pretty like as often, more often than you would think. Like at least once every like two weeks we'll get a comment and I'll text her just like being like, Oh, new comment. (laughs) Um, and it's weird too, because I, I'm very big into manifestation these days and it feels like at least for me. And I think for her, sometimes she says too like, we get those comments when we're kind of like, at least when I'm feeling down or just about anything creative I want to do. Like we talk about this all the time about how like we want to do something and then you're like, but who gives a shit? <laughs> like yeah. who fucking cares? And I have a lot of those feelings. Um, and it usually, usually we'll get a comment when I'm like really deep into those and I'm like, fuck. Okay. Like, it's nice that even if, if it's one person or two people, um, randomly, like, 11 months after, it still feels very nice that people uh, are leaving nice. Like, they feel compelled enough to leave a nice comment because I don't remember the last time I've ever done that. Like, right. leaving a comment being like, this was really good, and I really loved it. So if you wanted to watch something that probably is a little too close to home um, but is very good, makes you feel a lot of things, then Antisocial Distance is always going to be on YouTube for the time being. So, yeah.
0: Very what cool.
1: Love you. I know you've had an eventful week.
0: <laughs> yeah, so basically I have been living homeless for s- some time. I just there's unknowingly. just like some yeah, unknowingly. There's just like some weirdness going on with like my name not being on the lease. It's just been a learning experience, but so I'll, the I'll I'll be moving I think pretty soon. Um so things will change a little bit in the background, but I mean for you audio listeners that's, nothing's gonna change um yeah so that's just been kind of hectic and you know just trying to like handle all that stuff and then focus on the lease but there is like a silver lining because i'll have more room and yeah that's pretty much it
1: it's like you're putting on the training wheels for when you guys move and live in. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's yeah it's just a lot of moving
1: moving <laughs> It fucking sucks. I really hate it. Every time... And you know what? what's worse, too, is that it always sticks with you. It's like a ghost that lives in your home. Because I'll... We're starting to buy more stuff for the apartment. Like, I have a cabinet that I need to build. And the only thing I keep thinking of is that we're going to have to move it one day. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we. why did we do this? I. We should have just never gotten anything, never hung anything up. But... You know what? I mean, I, you'll probably feel this once I, are you are you hiring a mover whenever you go to Seattle?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's okay. like a cross No, the I mean, I
1: mean to like pack and like unload and all that. I know you have to hire somebody to take the shit, but like
0: Oh, probably not, honestly. Probably um, cuz we don't have a lot of stuff.
1: It doesn't matter. It feels like a, it feels like you have everything in the world when you move. That's if true. you're like, "I how did the fuck did I even buy all this shit? Who let me buy this stuff?" <laughs> my threshold for wanting to move anything, pack anything is lowering each time. And so this last time I had to, I hired a mover to like put the stuff in this apartment and next time I think I'm just going to like all I want to do is pack the boxes and I don't want to do anything else. Nothing oh. else. I don't even want to like cuz this one we we got a U-Haul and we brought it right. to San Antonio. I want to do that. And then the next one after that, I'm not even fucking packing. <laughs> and then after that I'm going to hire a decorator. Like I'm there's like so many things that I don't want to do.
0: I haven't reached that point yet.
1: Yeah, well you're young. I mean, like I'm fucking 30 or something. But you're <laughs> you're younger, so it's like not as you know. That's what I'm saying with each one I feel like that'll be the same thing too.
0: Well, that's a good workout. Other than that, I don't yeah, know.
1: Yeah, but then there's there's you know what? There's uh very skilled people in that field that can do it better than I can because I would have broken every fucking thing.
0: See, part of me is like, yeah, I could do it. I could do it. I mean,
1: maybe maybe you could. You're young enough. You're probably stronger than I am. You know, moving, packing, all of that is an art form, at least packing.
0: Oh, packing definitely is an art form.
1: I did it. I don't know if I did it wrong last time because one of the movers, I don't know if he was just kind of lazy, but he was complaining about how heavy the boxes were. But, like, they weren't that heavy. And what do you expect me to put in those boxes?
0: Yeah, they weren't that bad. I mean, They
1: were heavy. But, like, what do you want me to do?
0: (laughs) At least they weren't, like, the heavy ones were, like, plastic bins, you know? Like, I feel like those are more sturdy than, like, cardboard ones. That could, I could see maybe.
1: Nothing moved. Nothing broke. None of the boxes broke. He was just complaining that they were heavy. So, I don't know. (laughs) But he said he said one line to Sebastian that we always say. And he said, Why so heavy, sir? <laughs> he <said it laughs> like that. we were taking like groceries up or something, why so heavy, sir? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Poor guy.
1: Ugh. Fuck you guys. The other why guy so was heavy. like fine. He just he oh. was doing his job. Like that's why I was like, I think he's just and also Sebastian. Like, uh, Sebastian's so sweet. He couldn't just, like, stand there and watch them do that. So he was helping them. Like, he was moving boxes, too. Mm-hmm. And he was <laughs> so doing it fine. So. He was like, yeah, they were heavy, but they're boxes full of shit. Like,
0: Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, that's that's all I got. Um, And I'm ready to get into some... Uh, we well, have first, a lot to talk about. We have a lot.
1: Oh. What do you want to do first? Blu-res well, I wasn't
0: going to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, let's do that. You're going to so want... Because we just have a lot of shit to talk about. We okay, like let's do blu-rays 6, real quick. Knives Out, like the whole Netflix <laughs> thing. Okay, yeah, let's do our blu-rays.
1: So oh, I only have one. So okay, should I go, go first? So Sebastian called me and he was like, "I just told him I wanted chocolate. That's all I wanted." And he was, he called me and he said, "Pick the pick a number one or two. And I said, "I think I said one." And he, when he got home, he made me close my eyes and he handed this to me. <laughs> Wrath Gri- of Man
0: the greatest surprise
1: and the other one was like I think a double feature of the quiet place like and I was like um, no this was the this was the correct yeah. decision um one of the worst movies I've ever seen and I cannot wait to watch it again and smash was like maybe we can finally understand the timeline
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I went thrifting yesterday okay with Kayla and so the first one isn't a blu-ray it's a DVD but I had to get it I absolutely okay. had to get it so it's <laughs> robots, and it even it even has, like, Sharpie. It says Bobby's, so thank shout-out to Bobby. Um, and in it, the reason I got it is because in it, I honestly don't even think that the DVD can, like, be read because it's very scratched up, <laughs> but I got it because of the, like, little inserts. So it came with, like, a little activity book.
1: Oh, is that what you posted?
0: Yeah, so the first half is an activity book. So it has, let's see... Fenders Bobby didn't do lines. it? Bobby did not do it. Maybe he was too old at that point. So it's like a maze. You know, like those the like shitty things you get at like restaurants and stuff. Like
1: Whoa. You can and save that for like, the kids?
0: It's all like robots themed.
2: Yeah.
1: That's cool.
0: And then the back half is all like coupons. So the, the thing I tweeted out was... I honestly never heard of Ortega as like a food brand. Yeah, and it had some other stuff of like other movies where if you like a mail-in certificate and it had
1: nice
0: this is like the most dated shit like the first fantastic Four, the electra office space yeah so i was like this is this is this is a time capsule i had to get it well kayla got it from me so shout out to kayla um then we went to a bookstore and i found a movie we talked about last week i think uh yeah but push
1: push have you seen it
0: no i haven't seen it but look at chris evans on that that's the action scene right there that's a shot
1: he's an action star
0: uh then had to get this one for kayla the lightning thief just because this is another one we talked about this is like yeah yeah
1: manifesting see that works
0: yeah that is weird and then this one just looked interesting uh it's unopened but it's my life as a zucchini
1: That's a good movie
0: is it yeah it's really good I, I saw wolf orte and nick offerman i was like oh all right yeah i'm excited to check it out so that's a nice little haul yeah
1: makes me want to go to half price books today maybe that's what i'll do yeah but maybe i just um, need this one maybe this is it
0: that'll that'll last you a long time i think oh yeah a lot, of, a lot of fun and joy in that one.
1: So, you know what I didn't notice? is like, look at all the ketchup on his... Like, that doesn't even look like <laughs> blood.
0: It doesn't even look like hands. It looks like an old football. You know, like a tw- 1920s... Ba- or like a basketball. <laughs> it
1: looks like he just had, like, a, a wild night at uh, Buffalo Wild <laughs> Wings.
2: <laughs> That's he was
1: like, that. I have to get the mango habanero.
2: And you like, do you want to wash your hands?
1: Yeah, they're like they have a little like wet ones thing, and he's like, no, I don't need that. All right, what else do we? you said we have to talk about Scream.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I-, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I I just saw on Twitter Scream Six
1: mm. is
0: happening. Do you know anything, or are we just?
1: No. I-, I just I know don't... that too. I think it's the same directors and same writers, but I'm like,
0: why? I don't, I don't think it's necessary. I no. Think... I mean, maybe it'll be good.
1: And I mean, I don't know. I I do like the idea of them, how there was like a bunch of screen movies for a, a different generation and now they're doing it again. I kind of like the idea of that. Oh, that's true. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's not as tired as like when I learned that they're doing another Halloween that if yeah. it comes out this year. And I was like, oh God. Because the last one wasn't good. So maybe it's just the fact that this one was good that I'm not as annoyed about it. But, I mean, whatever. It's a Scream movie. They're going to keep making them until... They're going to outlive us, I think, the Scream movies. (laughs) That's true. So, yeah. What else? Knives Out?
0: Yeah, Knives Out 2, which was a part of the whole, like, Netflix movies, which honestly is just a showcase of, like, how they're all visually the same, like oh
1: yeah There's i saw that all the memes and it's just
0: like the <laughs> the gray man or something i don't know but knives uh-huh. out too we saw a little like tiny teaser just like a short clip very i'm very excited
1: especially after i see or <laughs> i told sebastian when we went to go see moonfall i was like what what commercial commercial what trailer are we gonna see now because right. I've seen Moonfall for it feels like for so fucking long and Jackass and I was like what are we gonna see now? I, um, and then I, I forgot I, I Death on Morbius. the Nile, Morbius again. I, we didn't see Morbius this time and I was sad because I like that one too. Um, but it. Death on the Nile, that's the one because it. I fucking hate that trailer. I hate it, but I really love the commitment to trying to make us forget the army hammers in the movie. <laughs> and enough champagne.
0: That line is so funny,
1: Sebastian. When we sat down and like, or when the trailer started, Sebastian leaned over and said that exact line and some (laughs) champagne. Like he said, (laughs) she says it, and that's the slowed down song. Like, why I? Why does everybody need to like be Jordan Peele? You know, I mean, I know he's not the first person to do it, but it just I hate that song. What song is that? Do you know?
0: No, I honestly don't even remember that. I just know the, the champagne Enough scene. champagne.
1: And enough <laughs> champagne. Ugh, I'm tired of her. I'm tired of every, honestly, almost every person in that movie. Uh, the only person I'm excited about is Russell Brand.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But just, I'm not going to be to watch that movie, so.
0: I know, like, Murder on the Orient Express, because I like that movie. That walked so Knives Out could run. And I feel like Death on a Nile is going to die.
1: Yeah, it's gonna crawl into the ocean,
0: and so will Knives Out too. Like, I feel like that's a bad, like, something's gonna happen. That's a bad omen that this, like, mm. Death of the Nile is gonna be bad, and it, it's coming out before Knives Out too.
1: Well, at least I'll have that trailer and champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, then, then the Oscars. I don't because that's the nominations. Oh are coming God! Out the day after this comes out. So, what, what's happening? I don't know I don't anything. Know.
1: Honestly, the Oscars never fail to make me upset. Every every morning that they come out, I'm just like, I know I'm going to be mad. And I am I expect nothing less than to be upset. So, what do you think
0: is going to upset you the most?
1: Christian Stewart not being included. Because, mm. but come on, what are we doing? Um, maybe for like Pig, like movies like that, that are my mm. top not being included at all that's true um there's gonna be an upset though I already know it I think it's gonna be the whole like there's it's gonna be a everything's gonna be white again you know that that's always disappointing especially when there's a bunch of movies and film or there's a bunch of like performances and uh films that are good enough to be nominated and they just pushed aside um true. I don't know we'll see
0: and then I saw that South by dropped like their, uh, I don't know, I their catalog schedule. of movies. Yeah, their schedule.
1: Yeah. Well, it's fully not only what's uh gonna be there, but like I have my schedule already.
0: Okay. Laid out. I was gonna I was gonna say, did you want to talk about that, or you want to?
1: Can. Um. Well, another exciting thing because I thought you add or I thought you added that to the talking points because they have a um, online element to it this year.
0: Oh, do they? I didn't see that. Oh, I only not- saw that it was like confirmed that it's going to be in person, like as of now.
1: God, I hope so. I mean,
0: <laughs> things could change, but as of now, like it's it's happening. Like they're they're moving along, and I just saw the schedule, and I was I was curious to see if you had like what what yours is going to look like.
1: Um. Well, I've at least picked out. I I think I have mostly everything picked out because I I the way I did it was like. I just went through and picked the movies that I, I need to see. You know the mostly the headliners, like everything, everywhere all at once. I have to see that one, The Lost wow. City. <laughs> Did you see the Channing Tatum one? It was like Channing Tatum, oh, Sandra Bullock? That's it? gonna that's mm-hmm, gonna premiere that's there. That's hilarious. So that's also on my must see. Um, there's a lot of midnight screeners that I I think almost all of them I want to see because I just love. You know, though that kind of like vibe, right. um, like the new X movie, the A twenty four with like yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be there too. Um, yeah. I kind of I don't know what, what do you want to talk about specifically.
0: Well, just like, so those are the those three movies you have on your schedule. Like you're gonna see.
1: So how it works is I, at least how I think it works now, is we get to like add to our schedule, like our agenda of what we want to do. But there's also on the day, there's an SX. It's like an express pass where you can, I think you have to do it that morning where you can request to basically guarantee a spot um, to mm. the ones that are a little bit more harder to get into. So like the mm. opening night movie or... yeah, Because otherwise I have to go and wait and see if I get in. But I do get like the priority access is like the platinum badges, which are the mo- most expensive ones. Right. Um. And then I think film badges and I have a, I don't have a wristband cause wristband is a little bit lower. I have a badge. So I think I'm like either like oh. second or third in line of like who gets priority. So I'm not as, I don't know how worried I should be. I guess I, this is like the learning curve that I need to get into, but I feel like it feels like whatever movie I want to get into, I probably will get into because I have a badge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it's cool how they do the schedule because it's different than last year where like I have, this is my agenda and if you see that block, like the ones in white are what I want to see and mm-hmm. then it says above, it tells me how much time I have like free and then when I click that, um, it says find sessions and so I get to see what's happening during that time. Oh. So I can fill whatever time I have. That's very cool yeah um it's a it's a weird process of like trying to figure out especially I think it's good that I have a knowledge of like where everything is right because there's some that are like that Alamo on the draft house on Lamar and then like after that is like an AFS theater which is like 40 minutes away <laughs> no way so, you can make
0: that yeah
1: yeah so it's it's nice to have a little bit more um awareness of where I am and so when I was looking at the schedule and I think you can buy an online pass. So I would look into that if I were you, if you were interested um, because every morning at like either nine or 10 a.m. they have online showings. I don't know what it's like for people that go online, but that's kind of nice that I don't, I don't, I don't think they have showings until like 11. So mm-hmm. if I wanted to, I could wake up early and just watch a movie in my Airbnb. Um, Ooh, so that'd,
0: that'd be very cool.
1: Nice. And I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, excited i'm a little nervous because i don't like i said i've never done this before so i'm kind of like i want to get the most of it but i feel like even in like the if i imagine the worst case scenario i only am able to see one movie a day but even then i would still be happy like i'd still think it's worth it i don't think it's gonna happen but uh yeah i'm very excited I what, think.
0: you, like, you think you'll watch more or you... you? You'll oh, like, you'll a
1: watch. ton more. But I'm just saying, like, if I don't... Uh, if I... My biggest fear is I don't know how to... Like, if, if I do it wrong where I can't get into a screening or I don't time everything right, then, like, that's my, I guess, you know, worst-case scenario that I just don't do it right. But, no, every day I have, like, two, like, three, four, five. Like, I have a... I haven't done full... Actually, I don't have my full, like, schedule picked out yet. But I have... Most of it. And right now I have like three or four movies a day.
0: That's awesome. Even honestly, like this is headliner. Like we should just name this. The the name of the episode should just be the return of movie pass.
1: Yeah. I don't, I saw something like one small thing about this, but I don't know anything Cause other than what you put in the talking points. An email, right?
0: An email where it's just like in quotes 2.0, I think.
1: I mean, I, I still have my card, so I hope they if if I get to use it.
0: I think I still have mine. Like I'm, I and it's. I think it's back at, in mom and dad's, but I'm worried that I like I don't know threw it away or something. But that's a relic. I'm excited because yeah, like rid of it. it's got to happen. That would be so amazing.
1: The only thing I feel like I don't know. It it at towards the end it got a little shady, where. Yeah. What's probably going to happen is like one theater in San Antonio is going to even let me use it. And it's going to be one that's like 50 minutes away. So we'll see. I'm a little skeptical about what that would look like, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. I- I'm just excited because like it was, I was in high school when like all, when it was happening, like when Movie yeah. Pass was available, but I didn't, I wasn't able to go to the movies as much. One, because I, mm-hmm. Didn't have a car. I mean, I still don't want now, but you have
1: access to one.
0: Yeah, access, and like I care a lot more about movies now.
1: See, imagine how many times you can see Moonfall.
0: That would be insane. <laughs> I wrote this joke in the talking points. Is it's every time I look at Letterbox like I lose a follower, or if I look and see it's just it's just gone because I, I haven't checked in a while, or I hadn't checked in a while, and I was like, okay. 88. That's fine. Whatever. Like honestly, I don't. I don't care at this point. But I looked. Just like care. I was just curious. I was just curious, and then. I, I so I checked and it was 88, and then like later in the day I checked again. It was 87. So I was it's like 89 okay. right now. <clears throat> I know. I. The less I look, the more followers I get. <laughs> so we're just Maybe gonna. Maybe they go know.
1: I got a couple followers. Recently.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. It feels like every time I look, it's just gone. But. I've been slowly. I want to get into the movies that we watched, but I've been slowly losing steam, just because everything going on. But so I don't have a whole lot. I guess I have Actually, quite a bit.
1: Surprisingly, have a good amount.
0: I'm still ahead. I gotta get. I gotta yeah. get a better lead because I'm at 85 and you're at 70. or I'm gonna start with "I Love You, Man," which is on Netflix. It's the Paul Rudd, Jason Segel movie. Uh, it's like a surprisingly stacked cast. Like John Favreau's in it, Aziz Ansari's in it, like a, way more people. But it's it's uh it's solid. It's not like the best movie, but it's it's definitely unique. Like I hadn't seen anything like it. Like I like the premise. It's interesting. Some solid laughs, but uh nothing else to say. Then I saw Nosferatu which took a couple like I had to split it up because it's it just feels so long because it's a silent film and I'm I'm just not like accustomed to watching you know silent films but I definitely see what it did for the genre and how it like at the time it must have been you know the scariest shit to see because it came out in 1922 and I mean in today's standards he's not that scary but I'm sure back then Frog too was an absolute menace (laughs) So that was that was cool. Uh then I watched this documentary called GTFO, Get the F out. It's a documentary about like sexual harassment and just uh in the gaming industry and oh. and just uh the weirdness of, you know, just the gaming culture. And uh like it wasn't the best documentary, like the way it was made, but it was Obviously, a a really interesting and important topic. And I went to IMDb and I looked at their ratings and it was pretty low. I was like, okay. And then I looked by like demographics and it was like, yeah, this is exactly what this movie was about. Because like all the, it showed Mm -hmm. like men rating it like super low and then women rating it higher. Because it did show like, you know, women in the industry, which is cool because, you know, there aren't a lot. It's not a really diverse industry and to see, yeah. you know, one of the lead writers of, I think the game was like Dragon Inquisition. It was cool to see like, you know, that. So definitely uh, an interesting watch. And that was on Canopy and I've just kind of been slowly trying to watch everything in my watch list on Canopy. So I watched Funny Ha Ha, which is an, a mumblecore movie by Andrew... Bujaliski? No. Bujalski, I think. Who is supposed to be like, he's known as the godfather of mumblecore, I guess. I didn't really like it. I just, it just wasn't for me. Then I watched Nacho Libre because I needed that. Then I finished Paddington 2 and I got to say, everyone's right. Yeah. That's that's a solid, that's a solid (laughs) movie. That's like a hits you straight at the feels like, I didn't cry, but I was like, "Damn, this is like way too emotional for for me right now." <laughs> like the end, and I, in my my review, I put that that uh, I will like now denote my life as I think I'm calling it B B Whip Two and A Whip Two. So before I watched Paddington Two, and after I watched Paddington Two, so we're like three days. I will A Whip A Whip Two. I don't know how to That's do that. That's how it.
1: I'm, I'm doing, doing, doing it with thing. Moonfall. Because <laughs> okay. everything changed, yeah.
0: Honestly, I, I have so many. Yeah. I need, to, I need to add it to, like, I have a list of, like, movies that changed my life. And honestly, I think Moonfall <laughs> fits in underneath it. Okay. Uh, then I watched Cars for the first time in years. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because as a child, and you can attest to this, I, I watched it so many times. And it was just, it was, like, is exactly what i needed to like revisit my childhood
1: that soundtrack is triggering to me
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know shaboom that song uh when they're like that that played when i worked at six flags and like because it was like a motown like Mm 70s it was it was bad then i watched a movie called banana split was on netflix Mm
1: -hmm. i've seen that one oh and you gave okay. like the most depressing review I've ever seen
0: yeah honestly I'm just like I'm just doing whatever normally I'd like filter you're like how I do just...
1: how do people why do people keep unfollowing me and then you're like <laughs> I've never depressing. had a friend
0: <laughs> I'm just throwing shit at the wall see what sticks
1: I, know, I liked it it was funny
0: <laughs> yeah
1: but such a weird reaction I've seen this movie and it's like fine like I don't just it's so funny to have such a visceral reaction from it like, like imagine watching Moonfall, and you're like, "This." I imagine this is what having friends is like. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, just, that was hilarious.
1: Just apply that logic to anything. Like Nightmare Alley. I imagine that's what <laughs> having friends is like.
0: Bana- uh, banana split. Banana split hit, hit hard though.
1: Okay. It, I mean, and it was it, fine. I don't remember much from it.
0: No, I honestly don't either at this point. <laughs> And it was, like, a couple of days ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Then it was Moonfall, Nightmare Alley. Then a couple... Or yesterday, I watched The Social Network. And okay. uh, just got to revisit the classics, I think. I was, like... I don't know why, but I just, like, decided that I was going to stay up super late. And so I watched it. And it just felt like the perfect time to rewatch it. So...
1: And you were like, this is what I imagine having friends. Yeah. <laughs> Social network. You better lawyer up, asshole. My turn? That's
0: that's what I told the the You're apartment, right. yeah, the, the management.
1: So, I think I don't know I don't know if I talked about The Royal Treatment. So, I'll start with that one. So, that's a new movie on Netflix. It was really bad. Um, but it was like fun, you know, like a bad romantic comedy on Netflix. Um Mhm. Yeah, nothing else to say really. Um, I saw the exorcism of Emily Rose.
2: Oh, really? And people,
1: yeah. So people, I don't think I've ever seen this one before, and I always heard that people said it's really scary. But I think it's because it says it's like based on a true story, and I feel oh, bad because yeah. I was kind of bored. I do like it. Felt like a classic horror film, so I like that it it feels like it brought back like a lot of what the genre used to do. Um, this movie came out two thousand five, so like. It's not, you know, that old, but you know, it, it felt like a very classic kind of movie, and I, I was fine, and I, I wasn't really that scared from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw The King's Man in theaters because fashion. I just wanted to go see a movie. If too long, first of all, yeah, I my so my review said he really ate out that bullet wound scar huh like that i really hated that i didn't like it at all
0: that was hilarious
1: at what cost did we you know what i mean like um i oh spoiler alert but i really didn't think they would kill the sun so that actually made me like i was like oh shit um weirdly emotional for that uh it was fine though i don't I also think it's the end credits of having like Hitler be the mm. cameo felt very strange. Didn't like that at all.
0: Yeah, it was like an MCU yeah. post credit scene, but for like, I don't know. I just don't like, like-
1: Harry yeah. Styles and Eternals, but Hitler like what? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, truly, that's what it was. He was like walking out from the shadows. And I yeah. felt so stupid because I looked at Sebastian. I was like, who is that? <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! I wasn't Even with listening. like the mustache.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> I wasn't listening to what he was saying, and oh, also so Sebastian, was, <laughs> we were talking about this. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh I'm sound so fucking stupid, but I, I'm gonna do it. So I was like, I think we were talking about like when this movie is set, and he was telling me, or he, I forgot what happened, but he just like learned that I ha- I know I'm really dumb, and I know nothing about history. Because he was like – I was like, what – I said, well, if, if, if this has, like, Germany or if it has, like, Russia and Germany and whatnot, like, what world war is this? Isn't it, like, World War II? And he I, – I, I still don't remember, honestly, when this was set. And he just, like, realized that I didn't know anything about any of the world <laughs> wars. And I was like <laughs> – I said <"What?"> – <laughs> and I was trying to, like, ask him what grade he learned this. <laughs> but I asked him – when he was telling me all this stuff – he was like, you know, just like saying, you know, like laying out what happened in both world wars while we were waiting for this movie. I said, <laughs> I said, where did you learn this?
0: <laughs> you wizard.
1: But truly, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just that I, I wasn't like medicated in school, so a lot of the stuff <laughs> I learned just left my brain. Because he, all the stuff he was saying, I was like, I've never fucking heard this before in my life. Oh. So that's why I was trying to ask him, like, when. But I just said, where did you learn
0: this? <laughs> that's funny. No, yeah, Kayla, I have no
1: fucking clue about what happened in any of the. And I, honestly, if that makes me sound stupid, that's fine. But truly, you could. I, I was like, when did Pearl Harbor happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: Oh, Kayla, Kayla is like she really enjoyed it, and a big part of it was because like she's, she's a history person. She like she's a genius and like so she was like whenever they killed uh the the prince ferdinand or whatever (laughs) i don't know know. she was like yeah she did that like leo meme where she was like i know this
1: oh no clue um but sebastian he said that there's some guy that makes videos about history that he wants me to watch because i truly like when we play trivia pursuit i it takes me so long to win because of geography and history Oh I yeah, I, geography. I yeah, have no fucking idea where anything is. <laughs> and then, and then we, we we were talking about the solar system or something, and oh uh, and I, I was like, I never learned the that. See, and I don't remember if I don't ever maybe because we moved around, but I don't even think that's the issue. But I truly don't remember ever learning what order the the planets are in. I have no oh. idea.
0: So what's the third one from, from the what?
1: sun?
0: <laughs> from the sun. <laughs>
1: Mars? I fuck, I have no fucking clue. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's Earth, isn't it? It's Earth, yeah. There was one time, there was a trivia question where it was talking about the stratosphere, like, what level of the stratosphere, and I forgot whatever, whatever it was, and I said the crust, and Sebastian was like, stratosphere is not the Earth. <laughs> Ozone was the answer. <laughs> it, said, it said layers of stratosphere, and I just, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah what layer of the air the crust <laughs> that's funny
1: okay <laughs> i watched a movie called Shit House, and i think this so well first of all i loved it i was supposed to watch it at south by whenever um i was supposed to go and apparently the guy that made this movie he was in it and he directed and wrote a movie for that was in sundance called cha-cha real smooth
0: yeah it's also fucking fantastic
1: yeah yeah, he looks young I, too.
0: Yeah, he's he's not he's not old
1: because he played a college student in this one.
0: I think he's like maybe twenty five, Cooper Rafe, right? Fuck
1: <laughs> like him. Okay, so <laughs> he um and it, it felt very because I think it was set in Texas. This movie and it was like him being in college for the first time, and then he like his relationship with a girl that's his RA. So all these like things, of like you know going to college for the first time, I understood like I related to him a lot, and then being an alright like all these things just felt like a little too close to home, but I really loved it. Mm. Um, and that's on Showtime, I think. So if you want to watch it, oh, okay. um, and then I watched Una, uh, with Rooney Mara and oh, I forgot this guy's name, but I didn't. I don't know how I felt about that one. It was kind of strange because it was like about how this guy, this older man, had, um, had like, a relationship with her when she was, like, I think she was, like, 13, 14 or 13 or something. And then she goes back. Like, he obviously was caught and he had to go to jail. Like, all this stuff. And then he, she visits him at, at his job where he, like, changed his name. And I don't know. It just feels – it just felt very strange, like, the way that they would talk about, like, how they – that's why I said relationship, even though it's obviously like predatory because he was like in his 40s, um, old enough to know better. And she was like 14, 13. Um, oh. I don't know. It just felt very, it was well acted. And I think maybe that was a point to make me feel uncomfortable because I was uncomfortable the whole time, just how they talked about it. Um, But yeah, I think it was interesting.
0: What was it um, on?
1: I think that one's on Peacock. That's why I said Peacock has a lot of indies like i think this is an indie or at least like not well known um i would if i were you i'd go through their um their app one day because they have a lot of good stuff um and then a movie on netflix called ghostland didn't really like it i don't know it just it felt there was like a twist that i just felt like wasn't earned and uh, maybe i'll watch it again one day see if i like it but wasn't that interested um, there's a movie I watched again called Sweet Virginia. I really like that movie. It's like, it's kind of like, I guess, a, I don't know if it's a mumblecore one, but it's kind of slow and it's like a crime thriller, but really quiet is how I describe oh. it. Um, really good though. It has uh, Christopher Abbott, uh, and John Bernthal, I think you say his name. Oh yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. I think you'd like it. I would highly recommend it. It's pretty good. Um, okay, and then I watched a movie that just ruined me called Love Antosha. So it's about um, Anton Yelchin. Wow uh, and I don't I didn't know a lot about him, obviously. like I've seen a, a good chunk of his movies, but it's just mostly about who he was as a person and this man like he just never stopped working because he I think when he passed away he was 27. And at the end it said he did like 60 like 70 projects by that time. Wow. yeah. And at the end, Sebastian didn't watch the full thing with me. watched most of it. And then he watched the end with me. We, both of us were just sobbing. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but we just could not stop crying. Wow. I need to, w- I need to watch that. That's on Peacock as well. Very good. Loved it. Yeah. Very sad. Um, Nightmare Alley, of course. And then The Beta Test is on Hulu now. I, I also, that's another movie. I don't know how I feel about it. I liked it, I think. But it's just so out there. I don't know if you've seen Jim Cummings, like his movies. No. But yeah, I don't, I don't so. know. It. I really like him. I think he's very. He's a very f- interesting filmmaker. Yeah, I need to watch this one again because it's very strange. It's it's got a lot of like meaning to it that I feel like I just didn't catch. Um, yeah. And then other than Moonfall, I also watch Feels Good Man, which is my penance, and I liked it. A, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. But I still gave it four stars um, because I liked it a lot. I like the way that they told the story. I really love the animation. Um, And I feel really bad for the guy. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to have something like that happen to you. I think I just, I would never choose to watch a documentary about a comic or like an artist or something like this on my own. So I liked it. Yeah. Nice. That's all I watched.
0: All right. I have my person written down. Do you have yours? I don't
1: have mine. I
0: have mine. Uh, Jack Black.
1: Oh my god. I wrote down Jack Black. You did? Somebody else. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Wait, let me pick somebody else. Well, no, um... no.
0: I have to pick someone else too because you already know Jack Black. You could cheat. Not saying you are going to, but I don't think we've ever done that before.
1: I knew it too. When I wrote it down, I was like, you probably put Jack Black. I have mine. Same. If we pick the same person.
0: Owen Wilson.
1: Okay, Bradley Cooper. Ah,
0: I almost picked him, like, to start. But okay, uh, five minutes on the clock. Oh, I, d- I don't have anything. Thought I did, but I don't.
1: Okay. I think, this has to have a fact check, but I think Bradley Cooper and Owen Wilson are in Reddit, Wedding Crashers together.
2: Okay,
0: let's check I,
1: it. That's a big F.
0: Wedding Crashers I don't know why I, I just can't Think of anything Okay Owen Wilson is obviously in it Let's see Bradley Cooper Is Zachary Sack Lodge Nice
1: Why didn't Man. you do the MCU route
0: I just felt like an easy feel too easy I was trying to go cuz like Bradley Cooper is in, is in the rocker <laughs> with Rain Wilson and Josh Gad.
1: Oh my god, I forgot about that.
0: I don't know. It doesn't matter though.
1: You're right. It doesn't well, matter. <laughs> what am I watching? Watch Oh, watch Sweet Virginia. Okay. Um yeah. No, actually. No, no, no. Scratch that. Watch The Humans on Showtime. Oh,
0: Okay. Fair enough. Okay, well, let's hit the break. When we get back, Moonfall and then
2: Nightmare Alley.
1: A mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around Earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it in Moonfall directed by Roland Emmerich, written by Roland Emmerich, Harold Closer and Spencer Cohen, starring Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson and John Bradley.
0: <laughs> Critics gave it a 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb, a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, Oof. and on Letterboxd it has an average of a 2.3. And I don't know if this is just no, this this does speak to the platform itself, mm-hmm. but I just when you just look it up it shows Normally it shows metacritics review um but it shows facebook's and it has a 4.5 out of 5. Oh no. <laughs> Which I think Alrighty. speaks speak they took our our tweet too serious. So I saw it first and originally you weren't going to you weren't going to have time. Yeah. But then I was I got a eviction notice. Um <laughs> but I texted you saying like like it's so bad it's genius i think yeah, yeah. and
1: i'm i'm glad i i think it would have been funny if i didn't watch it still cuz the plan was to have you explain it to me yeah um cuz i think that would have been i think i, I would have thought you were fucking with me like wh- how it ends cuz i would have mm. never in a million years would I have have guessed that but then you know so like spoiler alert the moon isn't real <laughs> it's like man made <laughs> And have you seen the, the poster to this movie? Because uh, when Smash yeah. and I were walking out, we because I truly had no idea that's where they were going with this. I thought it was truly just the moon was going to hit Earth. And the poster shows that there's like a hole in the moon, and it looks like it's man-made. Really? So it was right in front of our fucking eyes, yeah.
0: We're just too dumb to see it.
1: Yeah, truly. Well, so this is a masterpiece. Is what I'm trying to say. I took honestly. notes from the the movie that Or the theater I went to. I took notes.
0: Oh, I see. I see the poster. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, that's the one.
0: I haven't seen that poster.
1: <laughs> Me neither. Until we walked out, like all these notes front to back. Okay. Yeah. First okay. Thing's so first. The... Yeah. Go, go for on. it. What would Elon do? Is a, a line that is in, said in this movie. Did he like? fund this movie or something and i'm not aware of it because they had so many elon shit
0: it was funded by tech billionaires i think uh because there was like a facebook portal like you know just like in michael peña's house and there was like this really weird shot where they just showed the portal and like for no purpose yep and then like the whole elon because um he was mentioned by john bradley's character like multiple times
1: multiple times yeah it's and like, spacex oh, was like all. highly oh sp- funded
0: by spacex yeah <sighs> so i think they 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 want to look good in in the public's <laughs> eyes, but from moonfall like i don't get yeah it.
1: what a what a wild way to do it okay second one is that i laughed out loud when they when they gave him a notice to vacate i could not stop laughing
0: Mm, yeah because
1: of your situation
0: yeah that hit i hadn't received it yet when i at the time that i saw this movie but it was like it it was an omen oh
1: do you have notes sorry i'm like i I do have
0: notes i just i hate this type of movie where it's um you know it's the genre of like a the world is ending, but our family drama matters just as much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. the The first like half of this movie, before they get into space the first time and die immediately, like <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, it felt like a season finale to a show that I just hadn't seen yet, because like it was like yeah, all the NASA people talking. Like I don't like it. Just felt I was like, what did I miss? I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Like because of the family drama.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: like going to jail. I
1: was like, I don't.
0: What is happening?
1: Who cares? That courtroom scene,
2: oh, <laughs> so
1: fucking bad. That kid didn't say a goddamn word. Mm. And it I, okay. So it, that's the first instance of this having like the worst dialogue I think I've ever seen because mm. the way that he just like talked, the way that the lawyer talked, and he money is no object. Who who the fuck says that? Especially not a fucking lawyer. Yeah. And I don't know, just that was the first thing. Um, Oh, love the Google sponsorship is what I said because they were like, "Hey Google," (laughs) like just like out of nowhere. And I told Sebastian, "I think, yeah, I think I uh, I put in my review that it just feels like the sponsorship just felt even more sinister for a movie that is showing the world ending, and it just felt like a commercial. Like it felt like." Hey, Google, cancel my plans tomorrow. Like, it felt just <laughs> so stupid.
0: Looking back, do you think it's like, uh, do you think they wanted it to be like, where we were already, he- we're like kind of heading towards AI helping us? Because, like, when they show, like, the flashback oh. to, you know, the little AI in that little cloud, like, pyramid thing. I so.
1: But, like, th- Google's going to kill us? Come on. Who knows? Come on my my fucking google whatever what is it called a google home is gonna kill me she can't even connect to the fucking internet every time i try <laughs> to use her she's like uh open your app and i'm like girl i've already tried i've unplugged you and plugged you back in she's not gonna fucking kill me she can't even tell me what time of day it is
0: we're getting on. there though that's that's the point
1: Down it. um if if my i'm at this point like i i've she's so fucking useless to me if she did try to kill me i'd be impressed and i'd be like you know what you were worth the money you were worth the 30 dollars i spent for you trying to murder me um oh and i said that they played the perfect guy or they cast the perfect guy to play an insane person because that diner scene where he's like looking at patrick wilson with his eyes open like this like he just looked insane and yeah to to have that conversation with him and to decide to sleep in a, the same hotel room as him, <laughs> is he's a, a Patrick Groson is a braver man than I could ever be.
0: The world's ending, so I guess it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> guess so. And then when they showed the like alien thing, sorry if I'm skipping ahead, and if you have any no, more it's notes, bad, no. So I wrote, not sure what I thought this movie was about, but dust aliens was not it. Like the way that it was moving, I just didn't like. Yeah. Um, I also, yeah, and it, that got kind of cheesy. Like, I kind of, weirdly, I wished that it was just the moon. Like, I didn't want this extra shit of, like, an alien going into the the center of the moon or, I don't know. I just didn't really care for that. Um. Oh, and then I quoted a line where I think it was the guy from uh, Hunger Games, the, like, President Snow, where he said, one step from man... One yada yada yada. I think that's one of the best line reads I've ever heard in my life because the way he, it was just the commitment, and I can't imagine like how much did they pay this man? How much did Elon pay this man to be in this movie? Because After, we, all, everybody in this movie is like way better than this, you know. Maybe yeah. not Patrick Wilson, but or no, Patrick I, Wilson's better than that.
0: I had just seen that guy in uh, Pride and Prejudice, so that was funny. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. How, how fall? How fall? We've how fall? Jesus Christ, how far we've fallen.
0: How, how the mighty days. have fallen.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, and then I said, why is everybody going to Colorado? Did they even explain that? They were just like no. all like, going to Colorado.
0: <laughs> I know. It's like something.
1: Is there something I, I don't know about Colorado?
0: <laughs> I guess just because it's high. And
1: I, I don't know. know. It's the, it's the place as, to be. <laughs> as somebody who's really, I've already said I'm dumb and I'm bad at geography. The, the directions or just like the navigation or just the. The setting in this world just... I mean, it's our world, so I don't know why I'm saying it like it's not. But, like, it, but like you know what I mean? And the world of this movie just made no sense to me. Like, just the way that they, like, dropped into Colorado and he's like, I know where to go. And I'm like, how? There's mountains everywhere. You, you're you in the middle of nowhere. How the fuck do you know where to go? Am I crazy or, like, how, how do you know where to go? And oh,
0: then- yeah. Especially, like, at the end when they just so That's happen I mean, to, like, yeah. end up where everyone else is in the but it's like it's i think this movie is also sponsored by colorado because everyone was like it's a safe space
1: because like that's another thing if you dropped me even a mile from where i live now and you were like find your way home i couldn't (laughs) fucking do it so drop me in a place that i've been to maybe once in my life and be like oh find aspen i what (laughs) i don't know so the next thing is that halle berry's baby daddy In the movie i oh god bless him one of the best one of the worst actors i've ever seen on a movie because he looked like he had to sneeze the entire time there was this one scene where he's talking to his son on the phone and the son was like i don't know if you remember this but the son said like hey dad how are you doing like he was just like you know just normal and he was like do you miss me do you (laughs) just out of nowhere do you miss me
0: and then, and then he finds he finds out that his kids like not gonna make it, and it seems like he doesn't care. He's like, "All right, well, uh, I'll see you soon." Like, <laughs>
1: uh, and then Halle Berry, it's like she when she goes into space, she's like, "What son? I don't care. I don't give a shit." <laughs> like the fact that, and also for all these, like I was just so confused about all of them, you know, going off in like helicopters and planes, and she's like, "Here's a Hummer. Take my right? kid." And then there's, like, a gravity wave, which I don't even want to fucking get into. But how did they not die?
0: My biggest gripe with this movie is that it doesn't look cool. Like, it's just... There was one shot that
1: I thought was kind of interesting when, like, the moon is kind of... But it it still was kind of not that Oh, in the Colorado?
0: Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Rockies. I just... The entire thing, like, the story is out there. Why not make the visuals just, like... Mm-hmm. Insane. It just felt like bland. Like the colors. Like it just felt. Uh, if you're gonna go there, to just go there all the way.
1: Yep, fully commit. Uh,
0: I I just don't I don't get why. <laughs> but there is like so much confusion with Halle Berry's character. Yeah. First of all, why is Halle Berry in this? As as, as she doesn't. Why? Why do? You, <laughs> but like who is that? Like J foreign exchange exchange student. I thought she was like her partner or something. I thought and that was her like, wife.
1: I, and I was like, yeah. "Right on." And then, I'm "Truly, and like, who was that?
0: <laughs> will they let me into this bunker? I'm a foreign exchange student."
1: Oh god. What the hell? This movie is fucking strange. Okay. Next one is that I'm calling the moon a megastructure from now on. <laughs> um also, I just wrote randomly this is Elon propaganda. That's probably when they were like just kept saying how Elon's like a genius or whatever when he's not, isn't he just like rich? He's yeah, not smart, I, right?
0: I, I I guess, but not smart enough to make the moon a megastructure. Yeah, w-
1: where is he this whole time? You know, like, <laughs> go go and fix the moon yourself, you fucking moron. Okay, so Sebastian, oh, so <laughs> this is, I quoted Sebastian, what he said to me when they were, so this is at the part where um, Patrick Wilson is, like, about to go, you know, try to fix the moon or whatever. And uh, he's saying goodbye to his son. And it's, like, they're trying to make it, like, a really emotional part. And <laughs> Sebastian leaned over and he said, nobody cares about that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, they kept trying to make us care about this kid that, like, was on a high-speed chase and somehow didn't get shot. <laughs> um, and they're trying to make us give a shit about him. When, like, truly nobody cares. Like, just go. Leave.
0: And then he loses the car immediately.
1: Immediately. <laughs> there like, was, like... People are, like, give me the car. Barely takes out their gun. And he's, like, all right. <laughs> kind of a he's... cool move that he kicked the gun under the car, though. I kind of liked that. I guess, um, but,
0: like, like that happened so quick. Like, there was no, like, theatrical to like element. It was just, like, yeah, the car is gone now. <laughs>
1: honestly I, I mean they came back in the end so i was like okay but that would have been so much funnier if they didn't if they just like took yeah the, the car um i also was crying laughing at you remember the two guys that helped them launch and when they were going to the helicopter but the gravity like i guess it was a gravity <laughs> wave so the way that they were hopping and skipping to the fucking helicopter i could not stop fucking laughing it was that was the funniest image i've ever seen in a movie if we had the um.
0: budget and the time, I, I was, that would be the intro <laughs> to this episode. Is it'd be yeah. us jumping Hopping like that to skipping. our desk.
1: <laughs> another great line from this movie is what Patrick Wilson just said: "I can't see shit." Do you remember <laughs> that? <laughs> I can't see shit. <laughs> Man, there's
0: there's another good line because there's like a a another chase scene, like a car chase scene, and because michael peña is a lexus dealer so oh
1: yes i think <laughs> i wrote another, that down too that's
0: another sponsor but he says uh he says let me put this baby in warp speed and he's like put
1: in sport mode <laughs> uh, genuinely that made me laugh i that laughed was a lot loss. i and did too usually with movies like this when i when they make me laugh i look at sebastian i lean over to him and say fuck like, damn it like because i don't want to enjoy this movie (laughs) because it's so bad but when i have and i think there was like two or three times that i actually laughed and i was like fuck that was funny um that was one of them i could not stop laughing that was Um, like a
0: ridiculous moment
1: very ridiculous but so when they get into the moon we obviously learn that it's fake it is a structure. and did it not whatever was inside the moon did it not look like the game of thrones opening credit scene
0: kind (laughs) of That's yeah.
1: what I said. I was like, especially that guy. That's it it reminded
0: it reminded me of the like Avengers Infinity War scene where like Thor mm-hmm. makes the other axe or yeah.
1: whatever. I think they just borrowed that set, probably. Yeah. Um. Probably. <laughs> and then when they when Patrick Wilson like went into that like whatever space that was, all I wrote down was arrival head ass. Um, they really <laughs> wanted this to be that movie, but. You cannot ever touch that fucking movie.
0: It reminded me of uh, like that Squidward scene. Yeah. Where he's just in the void.
1: I would have liked it if they just inserted that. That would have been fun. <laughs> um, and, and then they when they were showing like truly I at this point I was like what the fuck is this happening in this movie? Or I think whenever they landed in, in that little spacecraft thing. That's when I looked at her, Sebastian. I said, this is going to be so fucking stupid, and I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah,
0: it was getting into some, like... Because it was weird, because uh, there's like a there was a freeze happening when I went to go see this. Like, just some... Like, in the, the theater experiences, yeah. I went with uh, Kayla and one of our friends, and it's crazy that we were talking about this, but we were talking about, like, religion and God and, like, what that... <laughs> like, shit like that, and I was like, it'd be so sad if, like we're the only thing in the universe. If like humans are the only thing in the universe. And then yeah. to watch this movie that like hours after we had that conversation, it was insane because we time. find out that uh, humans became so advanced that they made AI in like, I don't know, billions of years ago. And then they, the AI killed them all. And then they built moons and sent them out. And the our moon is the only one that made this, the it, like survived the AI and then one of the AIs like found them found the moon and that's what's fucking everything up.
1: Yeah. And uh weirdly I don't remember learning this in this in school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but yeah. Um and when they showed the like their ancestors or whatever, um I wrote down is this fucking halo. Like I thought this was going to turn into so, like weird because, you know, when they landed in that little area, it did kind of look like it reminded me of Halo a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, you know what? I wouldn't hate this movie if it turned into weirdly Halo, you know? But it didn't. It's not that smart. Um, What else? Oh, I said during the part... <laughs> okay, during the part where they were telling the story where about the ancestors, and they specifically said that the ancestors left behind their DNA. I think they said that they seeded their DNA um, on Earth. Sebastian and I both looked at each other, and I said, they jizzed everywhere, and Sebastian <laughs> said, they skeeted everywhere.
2: <laughs> Basically. That's hilarious. <laughs> I,
0: I think uh, that was probably a line that was cut from the writer's room. Like, someone's definitely probably. said that. And they were like, that's a little bit too far. Elon's um, like, put it in. Leave it in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, this is the genius... Um, yeah. um, this is this is my contribution. I just want you to have this line in here where mm-hmm. they jizzed all over the earth, and they're like, "Are you sure?"
0: Let's make it a little bit more classy. They seeded
1: so, the earth. <laughs> seeded the earth. <sighs> okay. So my last, well, I have a couple notes in my mind, but the last one I wrote down was why couldn't they kill him off? So the whole thing at the end, and I kind of liked it. Like I like that they that uh, what's his face. Um I forgot his name, but Game of Thrones guy. That he sacrificed himself, I, I liked that. I thought that was an interesting moment. Oh. But then they kind of ruined it by, at the end, not really killing him off. They were like... And his conscious... Yeah, they're like, we uploaded your con... Or whatever the fuck they said. Like something fucking stupid. Probably trying to give some sort of weight to that Neuralink shit that Elon's trying to
2: mm-hmm.
1: con his way into. But... <sighs> that yeah, I just I I feel like it would have been more impactful if they actually did kill him off, um. And that whole like white space thing—it just looks so cheesy.
0: Yeah, it was like a little like that digital scratch scratchiness, ah, like glitch. I, I okay, so, so like his whole thing was like he's super nerve, like anxious, and yeah. he he made a point to say that he had IBS. Oh, that I made thought, me laugh a lot. <laughs> I thought for sure that there he was gonna like shit himself on. Like I'm so surprised! Like, why even have that if you're not gonna have a scene where yeah. he shits himself in his spacesuit?
1: Yeah, I mean, we didn't know he. You could just have that as a head cannon. Is that what people call it? When yeah, he shit himself. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but that that was another moment that made me genuinely laugh, and yeah. I was upset about it. But this is very <laughs> funny. I have IBS. <laughs> you know what made me made me even more upset that he was still alive was that. They had this whole thing that Alex Pena was like he like sacrificed himself, and then I and then I looked at Sebastian. I was like, oh, he's probably not dead, but he fully died.
0: (laughs) Oh, it was so funny because like he died because he suffocated because there was no air in the oxygen for some, or there was no oxygen in the air for some reason, and then like two seconds later, later. it comes back.
1: (laughs) And then and I was like, and that's what made me mad too about the whole like they kept the the British guy. Like they even found some sort of way to have him be alive but then they were like no Alex Pena's like fully dead I truly I truly was expecting him to just be like like after he was like uh, and Tom and they're like no I thought he was gonna walk behind but then they just kept <laughs> moving on and they didn't even seem that sad about it yeah That just.
0: there's so many Lexus dealers <laughs> yeah, he'll be replaced his consciousness is oh. uploaded into that Lexus the hyper speed one
1: oh, okay good uh, he probably did that so he could, so uh, she could get back with him in the next one or something.
0: Yeah. Wow. <sighs> truly, truly uh, a
1: stupid movie. But you know what? I-, I will say that um, when they were telling the story about that look like, ancestor thing, you know, like what happened, I did tell Sebastian that I think that idea is interesting, and it could have been something interesting, like if you turn uh, it into 100%. like a young adult dystopian novel thing. I think that would have been or if you maybe start with that and not start with this movie i don't know i just i feel like that the concept that they were explaining i was like oh okay i don't know yeah it,
0: you know I there at that point of the movie i was like that's where i was thinking like is this genius like is it so bad
1: so i was thinking too yeah
0: it's like because that is some really interesting sci-fi like ideas
1: like imagine That first scene of them, you know, we we start off the movie living in whatever Halo shit that was. And then all this stuff happens where, we're like, our AI is attacking us. And then at the end, the, like, twist is that they created Earth that we live on. You know what I mean? Like, what if that was the... Mm -hmm. I I just feel like that would have been a cool um, way to do that. Like, I think they just started this movie in the wrong... They started the story in the wrong... Like, area.
0: Maybe, maybe maybe they'll make it. I
1: don't uh, know. I, no. I think <laughs> let's not. I mean, this is fine enough, you know. Uh, but I, I guarantee they're going to make a second one. So. Uh, well, maybe I, just, w- maybe I won't guarantee it, but I feel like they will.
0: It's just so funny looking at their uh, their social media, too. Like, Moonfall. Yeah. Cause, I like,
1: mean, what if I was, like... It's me, I'm the moon (laughs) that fell.
0: Uh, Whatever Patrick Wilson needs to uh, fund his Insidious Chapter Five. um.
1: (laughs) Good for him.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Poor guy. That's that's the end of that. I think.
1: (laughs) You know what? Fun. I think I put in my review: uh, one out of five movie, five out of five experience. I had a great time. I thought it was Mm -hmm. very fun to watch. Um. Yeah, I wish I would have watched it how I watched Cats when I went to like I think it's called like a rowdy screening where you could just talk through it. Oh. I feel like that would have been fun. Um. True. Right. Now on to something better. You ready? An Ambitious Carney, with a talent for manipulating people with a few well chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is in Nightmare Alley. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Written by Guillermo del Toro and Kim Morgan. Based on the novel by Lindsay Gresham. Starring Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, and Tony Collette.
0: Uh, critics gave it an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. A 7.3 on IMDb. And on Letterboxd, it has an average of a 3.6 stars. Um, there's like so many good people in this. And everyone is yeah. fantastic. Uh, it's a fantastic noir I, that's how you pronounce it i don't know film and honestly i it's a like genre that i'm not too familiar with mm. so wh- after watching this I, I just feel like you have to commit a lot of like brain power to it because like it is a very yeah. complex story or not like not entirely complex but there is a lot of like symbolism and metaphor metaphors within you know the imagery and you know it's like a full full circle i think
1: yeah yeah it made me want to read my tarot cards and like learn how to read them but um yeah i i think you liked it a lot more than i did at the end i liked it but i would i probably wouldn't watch it again it's definitely not my favorite guillermo del toro movie Um, i I haven't
0: seen a lot of his but i did like, like it a lot i haven't
1: seen a ton either but yeah um i only have i have a few notes but like First one being that I didn't realize, or I I had realized like halfway through, that Rooney Mara and Kate Blanchett were in uh, Carol together. Yeah, There's a lot of uh, reunions. There was also, uh, oh, the old man—I forgot his name—and then the, the one of the wives, Mary Ste- Steenburgen, or something. The the, base, the parents and stepbrothers were both in this movie too.
0: Yeah, Richard Jenkins.
1: Richard Jenkins, yes. Um. Another thing, like these are all small notes that I put, but um I didn't like the voice that Bradley Cooper was using. I feel like the accent wasn't consistent. And I, I mean, I I think that was on purpose maybe, like when he got to the big times, he like dropped it a little bit. Um but I didn't yeah. like it.
0: I I didn't mind it. I liked his performance overall, especially like that last scene.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: that really solidified it for me cuz like throughout I was like, okay, like I feel like anyone like a lot of people could have played the the role.
1: Yeah, I still kind of feel that way,
0: but the end. I I really liked, like yeah. where he's like just like cackling and all that, but it's just a uh, it's a beautiful movie. Like in my review, I just put that I want to talk to to Mister to Mister Guillermo because like mm-hmm. to get into his brain to because like this is uh, like you said it's based on a book, but it's also been adapted already, and yeah. like... 1947 movie and there's like some subtle differences in like the wording that he chose specifically at the end yeah yeah where he says like i was born for this or i think in the 47 movie he says like i was made for this or something
2: mm-hmm.
0: talking about how it's like more inherited like you're inherently you know this person or yeah you know more of like destiny or But I think
1: he's like you're trying to he he was trying to fight becoming that person the whole time. But then it mm -hmm. like, I mean, you can't fight destiny, I guess.
0: Yeah. But just just to like get into like and because it's like such a visually stunning movie to me because it, you know, it like really puts you in that that era of like early 40s, at least for me or like just 40s in general. Mm -hmm. Because I I was like, I don't know, I just felt very grim all of it especially yeah. like all the carnival scenes and like when he when he goes back to it um at the end it just felt like it felt perfect
1: i don't know i, I it's not my kind of movie like i'm i don't know if i like noir like i haven't seen a lot of it but it, it i knew it was good i just think it's one of those cases where it's just not for me but i did really like the ending because um how i explained it is that it feel, it it made me feel the same way that I feel when I watch like a Twilight Zone or mm-hmm. um when I listen or read a really good scary story and I have this weird like pit in my stomach. Um I that's how I felt at the end of this movie. Uh with like the cackling and just how it came full circle to him being the geek. Like yeah. him turning into uh just that one and and kinda knew I don't know, it was kind of predictable. Like as soon as Willem Dafoe gave that yeah. speech of how he turns like how he gets them, I was like, oh, they're going to use this on him at the end. Or I, at first I was like, one of two things, he's either going to do that to somebody or um, he's going to be the geek. Um, and then towards the end, I was like, oh, it's probably him. And so I knew how it was yeah. going to end, but I still really liked watching it. Um, Like it didn't ruin my experience, but I also, I don't know how I feel about the whole, I think the reason I didn't really care for this movie as much is because of the that last plan that they had of like her pretending to be a ghost basically when mm-hmm. like that how is that ever going to work of course he's going to try to touch her yeah you
0: know? i mean i think i think it, at the end you know uh stan bradley cooper's character he just was mm-hmm. too confident in himself yeah i he think was like, also t- know, I could, too deep oh yeah way too deep like and yeah like the dude had uh so many resources that he could have used at his disposal to like take him down that he yeah he he was in too deep but i i really like the i i I really want to see it in theaters because i think there's a showing where it's like in black and white um so i really want to check that out because i think that would like even further solidify that like noir feel and it it, like i said i haven't looked a lot into or seen a lot of the genre and i i really want to now because i I like that like somber feeling that i felt like after where it's just like i don't know it's hard to describe and i want to like investigate that more so if anyone can do that i i appreciate that and i'm really glad that it was uh this director because i really like him
1: yeah me too i think um the last movie of his that I saw... Because Shape of Water doesn't really make you feel that way. Um, but Pan's Labyrinth, if you haven't seen that one...
0: I haven't. I think you'd really
1: like it. Because it kind I, of has that same... It's a lot creepier too. But it's one of my favorites in general. But it's... I think... Oh, I haven't seen a lot of his movies. But it's my favorite of his that I've yeah. seen. But yeah, I don't know. I j- the acting, like you said, the the cast is really stacked. The acting was good. Um, it's just not for me. I
0: I really liked, you know, the whole idea of, you know, like mentalism and just like the act that they had, you know, how they had just yeah. like the subtle nuances of like finger movements, even to tell like a you know, like that the different codes that they had. Yeah. Was very interesting and there's like so much imagery. I mean we could go on and on, like the whole fetus with the eye that like yeah, killed What was the that mom. all about? I don't know because like there was a couple of scenes where Stan's just like looking at it and like you can tell like it's affecting him in some way.
1: Did he kill but- his mom you think? Not like, like uh, uh, do you think that's how his mom died? Because they only ever show his dad.
0: I think his mom like abandoned them. I don't think his mom died. I think his mom abandoned him because his dad was a drunk and like that's why he resented his dad is because like she left because of that I don't know if he I don't know if maybe I I could be wrong maybe that's
1: the symbolism of like what he thinks of himself like he blames himself and so like because that baby killed the mom he thinks that he caused her to leave
0: yeah and yeah I watched a video so like this isn't me pointing this out on my own but Mm. Uh, you know, because that baby had that fetus had like an eye on its like forehead, um, and he had he had that like blindfold with an eye over it, mm. uh, when he did his act. So, I guess yeah, it did s- struck a chord with him. But yeah, I'd <laughs> I'd let Kate Blanchett uh con me into anything as long as I get to speak with her and have any. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. And you know, the thing that, um, I was reading reviews and I I, know, I know who it was, but, um, they put that they, they didn't understand her, uh, motive. And I also didn't understand her motive. Like I, that maybe that's, I don't know. I, cause I was like that, what was, why would, why did she even help him? Why did, what was the whole thing of her going there in the first place? Like. I mean, was it payback because of that big scar she had? Did he do something? But, like, that's... Yeah, I didn't really understand what, what her deal was.
0: I could see it being multiple things. I I don't know either. And that's something that... I don't... I honestly don't me. know. But it could be, you know, because she did... Like, ultimately, she was hired to see whether or not he was, like, the real deal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think when... I mean, she knew he wasn't, and then he kind of like kept her on her toes because he knew that she had a pistol in her handbag. I think maybe that's the reason why she was like, "Okay, let me, let me uh use this to my advantage," because like he's like a little bit more not powerful, but like more spo- like intelligent than I had anticipated. Yeah, but so what? All...
1: I don't know. But what's I don't the know point, why she though? would. Yeah, like why? Money. Uh, yeah, but she she looks like she does well for herself. That's true. So I don't. I just did that confused me. I I, I kind of wish she would have stayed in- at the the carnival thing. I wish she would have just taken over Tony Collette. Like I just didn't really understand that part uh, of like, in, including her character at all.
0: I feel like she was just more intrigued with with him, and then I don't know.
1: I guess I don't
0: know why why she would turn. Or maybe it wasn't a turn. She was out to get him the entire time.
1: Maybe. But, like, what is the advantage of that? I don't know. I just felt strange. (laughs) That's true. And, uh... Oh, I... (laughs) One of the notes I put was, like, I really hate psychics. Like, you know, the whole, like... Even though I want to get into, like, tarot card reading, but I really hate the whole, like, idea of people preying on other people like this. But... Mm, yeah. Every time I think about it or I watch, you know, them in action, I remember I'm like reminded how similar what they do is to like kind of what my job is, where they have to they like, you know, read into these really minute things that people do and they build a whole story. And, you know, there's a whole motive of like pro- try- probably trying to get money from them. And sometimes that's what it feels like to write um, like social media posts or ads, mostly ads because you're thinking like what psychologically what I when I think of the person I'm trying to sell to what mind state are they in right now and like how can I use that to my advantage?
0: You're like what do I know about this mark?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. And it's kind of scary. I mean at the end of the day though the person gets I, I mean maybe that's how I rationalize it but they get to choose whether they click on the ad or not but like in this case it's kind of if you're using their dead son to uh get money out of them it's hard for them to say no you know
0: yeah and i gotta say like i know this um i don't know like i i felt like mature watching this because it's not like um the most exciting like throughout like it is a two and a half hour movie honestly it didn't feel like that and like when i was watching it (laughs) Yeah. yeah
1: It felt like it to me.
0: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's very long, yeah. When when we got to like the end, where like I don't know, every everything everything happens like mm-hmm. the ma the uh, Mary Steenburgen I don't remember her the character's name mm-hmm. Miss oh Miss Kimble when she shoots her husband mm-hmm. I was like I was brushing my teeth and uh, I was like oh shit like I was like I said that out loud and Kay was like is everything okay and I was like i'm fine but i was like my mind was i was like oh damn they went there it was crazy mm-hmm. i figured and then when he, she was gonna do that and then when uh you know just like the whole escape like finding out that the ghost was fake and all that and he runs mm-hmm. over hunter guy yeah i was like damn this is crazy
1: it was wild the way he ran him over <laughs> oh and he like <laughs> He just took his fucking nose. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Like well, he like beat him enough of his nose just like caved in. Um Yeah. Wild. Wild visuals. Um I have some fun facts doing here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't really have much else to say. I just I like this movie a lot.
1: Alright. Um, so they kept using the word geek, and so I mm-hmm. found the like I guess, origin of it. So originally from the German word GECK meaning fool or simpleton and a term used around circuses and carnivals to describe a wild man or woman. Um, A typical geek show in the mid 19th century would have had a person on stage biting the head off of an animal and drinking its blood often dragged out the act of biting. The head was the pinnacle of the performance, leaving the audience with this, a scene of bloodshed and death. All right. So about filming, uh, Rooney Mar- Mara was pregnant when filming began and gave birth to her child dur- when production was suspended during the COVID-19 pandemic. She remarked that the timing and production schedule was advantageous since her early scenes um in the movie uh, sh- she was appearing like scantily clad in her carnival costume were filmed after the break. Oh. So like yeah, so I guess it was easier to hide her pregnancy. Before and then after, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was originally picked for the lead role, as DiCaprio chose um, uh, this over other projects from Paul Thomas Anderson and Alejandro Inarritu. Um, but when negotiations fell through due to not reaching a financial agreement, DiCaprio opted out and was shortly replaced by Bradley Cooper. So, he wanted to do this movie because he passed on uh, two other movies from really good at- uh, directors, um, but then they couldn't come to an agreement. And honestly, I think I would have liked this movie a little bit better if Leonardo DiCaprio was in it. I don't know. I know think if he would have been a little bit better. But I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I think Bradley Cooper was fine. Like, I don't think he was bad in it, but I don't know. All right. Um,. Oh, this is a wild one. I didn't read it fully because I wanted to, like, save it. Okay. So uh, during a January 2022 interview with Terry Gross on the NPR program Fresh Air, Guillermo del Toro said one of the reasons he had long been interested in the subject of grifters and fake psychics who preyed on vulnerable and grieving people, like the ones depicted in this movie, was that in 1998, when his father was kidnapped in Mexico and held for ransom... His family was immediately preyed upon by con artists claiming to be psychics. Del Toro recounted, quote, one of the first warnings that came from the hostage negotiator. He said, beware of the psychics. We are going to show up. They're going to show up really early and no sooner had I hung up the phone than I went to see my mother. There were two psychics sitting in the living room telling her that telling her they knew and they could lead us to where my father was because they could sense him. And this made an indelible impression. And that cruelty, which I saw firsthand, also is part of the spirit in this movie. When Gross asked del Toro what the so-called psychics told his mother, he replied, they were there very shortly because I kicked them out. But what they were saying is that they could sense my father, that he was trying to communicate with her, and the speech was almost identical to what um, Stan says in the movie. The first thing they hooked on was he loves you very, very much. He's trying to reach you, and he knows that you can save him. They use the same hooks. That was evident to me, but my mother for a moment was harboring hope.
0: Wow. That's (laughs) insane. Anything about
1: that. That's fucking sick. That's disgusting.
0: Wow. I mean, okay, yeah, that is gross, but it is interesting, like, the way that they... Like do that, and yeah. just like manipulate, and just like the the like, to me the most interesting part was like the little schemes that they used, like I said, like I said, the little finger movements and like the words, code, speech.
1: Yeah,
2: but wow, or like
1: yeah, or just the that that is a lot of them what they say, especially the one if you look at the ones on TV or
2: mm-hmm. there's
1: some I don't think they happen that much now. Um, well actually. So back in the day, this would happen a lot with missing kids where psychics would say that they like knew where they were, that they were dead or whatever. Um, And I don't know if you remember what happened with like the Gabby Petito thing. Uh, The girl that like she was kind of, I think she was an influencer or she like.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: She was in a, like she lived in a van with her boyfriend and yeah, that whole thing. I remember seeing a lot of TikTok psychics that were saying, you know, like it wasn't him or, you know, they were just like. And that's wow. kind of like, a. it feels like a modern form of it because they're not collecting money directly from the family, right? But like, they are collecting views like, and likes yeah. and that's sick.
0: Wow. Especially, that is, wow.
1: and it happens a lot and this was when she was missing. It was not even when they found her body. And so people, it, that's disgusting. Yeah. And that's, and if you, I, I used to, I kind of do now, but I used to read a lot or not read a lot. Um, listen to a lot of listen and like watch a lot of true crime stuff and usually when uh people go missing especially children that's like the first thing and I'm, I'm that's usually what happened like what happened with him um that's usually the first thing that happens is that they get a bunch of calls from psychics saying that they know where their kid is or they know what happened
0: wow <laughs> that, that part of the movie reminded me of like the prestige but instead yes. of like trying to entertain someone with like these ridiculous things, you're, and they're like you know what they said in the movie, like Spook Show, uh, emotionally yeah. draining you of, <laughs> like just, I don't know, it's just... and they
1: know it's bad. And even Tony Collette, who like kind of does this for a living, she was like, "Don't do it." Oh yeah, <sighs> he learned. He learned. Um, how... a couple more. Oh no, <laughs> just, he
0: learned how how like messy it could get.
1: Exactly, he got too greedy um G- giada colagrande <laughs> the wife of willem defoe plays the spider woman in the carnival
0: oh no way okay oh, that's his
1: wife. um so as of january 2022 ezra grindle pays stanton or stan ten thousand dollars per session um and what i meant by as of january 2022 is that in with inflation on that day or like in that month um, that equates to an average of $197,732. That's how much wow. he pays per session.
0: He's getting paid.
1: Yeah. All right. Last one is kind of a trivia one. So the cast includes six Oscar nominees. Can you name them all?
0: Oscar nominees? Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper. Yes. Tony Collette. Yes. Bruni Mara.
1: Mm hmm. Willem Dafoe. Yes. Two more.
0: Uh, Kate Blanchett. Nope. Wow. She's a winner. Uh, I
1: think. Two more, Dav- and I'll give you a hint: they're men.
0: David Strathairn.
1: Yeah. One more.
0: Richard Jenkins. There you go.
1: Nice. All right. You know what though? If somebody was trying to pay me two hundred thousand dollars per session, I'd also be a psychic. <laughs> yeah. Right. I too am psychic.
0: Yeah. If anyone listening, uh, I know where you lost your wallet. I know where it is. <laughs> it somebody <misses> you dearly. <laughs> that's
1: listening is going to get a notice to vacate. Oh wait, I'm kidding. <laughs> and it's Patrick Wilson. He's listening. <laughs>
0: I right. I relate. I relate. That's funny. It's well. like
1: the alien got a notice to vacate the moon. All right, let's go. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, well we'll see you next episode. Hopefully I have a place. My name will be on a lease somewhere.
1: <laughs> Anything can happen.
2: Bye.